What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Joystick Chronicles podcast. Did you know that face snoop is now a thing? Join us now as we recap this week's gaming headlines. We're going to talk a little bit more about Elden Ring. Let's get started. What's going on? It's us again. Oh, it's us. Back and better than ever. That is for sure. Uh, Welcome back to the brand new week. Very happy to be here as always. Matt's repping the Buffalo Trace sweatshirt. He's mentioned it a few times now, so he seems pretty proud of it. I had to wear it just for the podcast. I've only worn it like twice, but it's so comfy and so nice. It looks And it's actually, it's kind of cold here in Atlanta. It's like Atlanta. 50 degrees. 50 degrees is uh, cold? It's cold, even though it was 77 on Sunday. You really are a Southern boy. That just hurts me. Growing up in Chicago. The fact that you think 50 degrees is cold now is just pain. 34 degrees today here, and that's relatively warm. It's not that. 50 degrees is not cold. I just am very excited for it to be nice and warm here year-round. Saturday for the St. Patrick's Day festivities around Chicago, it's going to be a high of 25 degrees. You know... That's a really good point. And then Sunday's 51, so just welcome to Chicago because that's fun Midwestern weather. We're going to see what it is here. It's raining a lot. I can tell you that. Yeah, the good um, news is we don't have a lot of rain in the forecast. It's just um, the temperatures are really fluctuating quite a bit. But, I mean, that's that's this time of year. Well, people around here are going to freak out. It's supposed to be 38 on Saturday. That is cold for here. Very cold. Are you Not guys, sure if they own coats. Are I don't you going to be okay? <laughs> Friday, it's 66. I will take that. I uh, I don't think you're going to be okay. The entire city is going to have a problem. It's going to shut down. Actually, not kidding. They do shut down if there's like an inch of snow. So, Well. But know, hey, I work from home. Some cities just aren't, aren't set up for it. So it just kind of is what it is. Um, they I, I'm actually kind of interested that you brought up your sweatshirt being super comfortable because I just actually ordered a new sweatshirt um, that I'm really excited for. And I'll report back next week on if it's actually really comfortable. It's called, it's a brand called Sportique. And I've heard a lot of really good things about it with it being like super comfortable. So I got a t-shirt and a sweatshirt and we're going to test that theory. Cause my problem is I wear just like blank sweatshirts like this and just like a t-shirt all day, every day. And mm-hmm. uh, my t-shirts you can for work. That's yeah, nice. It's it's awesome. Um, my problem though is that my washer and dryer, that thing right there is the bane of my goddamn existence. <laughs> it destroys my t-shirts. So I'm now uh, in that cycle of now I'm I need more t-shirts. So I'm just kind of experimenting on what I'm gonna like. And uh we'll report back. We'll see how these fit. You should report back because I've been thinking lately how I kind of want to upgrade a little bit of style. Yeah. So like, I think I think my just some plain tees would be good to add to the mm-hmm. wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And also, I was thinking about adding some different shorts, just like not necessarily Lulu branded because I know those are good. But like that style, you know, like the little not like halfway up the thigh, but like a little above the knee kind of deal. Not like basketball shorts, but like running shorts, maybe. So you're you're talking like athletic shorts. Yeah. Yeah. 
These are two different, two completely different things. Yeah, you, you took us on a very different course here, and I wasn't expecting <laughs> So, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, um, I haven't told you this yet, but I've bought more uh, cool... Okay, I bought a lot of cool bourbon in Lexington, but I did not tell you... Yeah, I did. Wait, did I, did I send it to the group? I think I did. The bourbon that I bought this week? I don't know. For bourbon lovers out here, uh, I bought a Weller Foolproof this week okay i'll just you don't know it's over your head right now isn't it i mean i know what weller is you know and yeah i know bourbon well enough to to know what you're talking about but i don't like is that like a really nice bottle or what so there's a collection of weller it's part of buffalo trace but for weller they don't there's only a certain amount amount of allocated bottles and they only go out to like liquor stores or like specialty yeah so it's a bottle that like retail i don't know what it'd go for like between maybe 50 and 100 but right now in the current market it's like between 250 and 450 oh geez and i and i found it as part of a bundle in the store for i got three bottles for 183 okay very good could resell that for a lot of money and then i also bought a weller antique which is another part of the collection so they have like the green label is the one that i've got like at buffalo trace at the distillery so that's the one you can get like anywhere it's still decently hard to find yeah the foolproof is blue and then i just also bought the red label which is antique so shout out to tim my brother-in-law because he invited me to two private bourbon groups in atlanta (laughs) 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 because that's how i've gotten these you're just getting the royal bourbon treatment while you're down there now i love that for you okay so when when you sent that and full disclaimer you might be appalled by this i've never even had weller so i've i've never had the experience of tasting it so Uh, i won't i won't open those two bottles that i just mentioned because they're like collector's items but i have like i stocked up and it's you can only get one bottle every three months at the distillery but i i have three so we can try it whenever you come visit okay and we were just talking about scheduling a trip for me to come down yep. to atlanta so all right i'm into that we'll uh we'll have to do that i didn't realize what uh what that actually was that you were sending i knew is ju- i just figured it was another bottle of weller because i know you're a big weller guy um but i understand now so appreciate you enlighten- enlightening me for our bourbon community we can we can go on this expedition together because I'm still learning. Pretty neat. Uh, what? Hold on, Kevin. Let's yeah. table that. We have other topics to talk about, like actual gaming stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you want, do you want to do you want an update? Uh, yeah, I know where you're going with this. Let's fix your PC, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> What's the latest? So I actually just looked it's like it's a never-ending cycle with you. Forty-five minutes ago. Um, well, so like the last week update was like received and they were repairing it and actually, hold on, I'm going to read this cause I literally just pulled this up. Yeah. Um, so I clicked the reference number cause I was like, I, I want more details cause it's, I love you gigabyte, but your site looks like it's from the nineties. Um, <laughs> RM, the RMA status says being replaced or replacement is being tested. Okay, so it was previously said that it was being fixed, right? 
it so said so it was received being it was it said that it was being repaired but now it looks like either they're just replacing it or they're testing a replacement which is very interesting because you know what the availability the supply has been like with yeah. those so you just hope that they prioritize somebody that already bought theirs yeah you would I hope I, I would think that their factory has somewhat of a stock lying around for any replacements mm-hmm. like this um especially if it says the cards being tested the replacement card is so i mean i guess we'll see what comes of that but it's good news that there's actual movement there and uh it's being being taken care of so it sounds like you're getting a new card you know what and in the same breath let's just mention my uh my battle station upgrades as well yeah so for all those that know what the alex drawers are those have been received and they've been built shout out ikea so shout out ikea uh i really like them i the only thing i kind of regret is that i i like this desk but to be honest i kind of wish i had like a bigger like an l desk mm-hmm. have you seen those on amazon like yeah. i could get the same thing like i have here but you could just get it in an l and i was telling you earlier before the pod that like my work sent me a 27 inch monitor for work mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, I was like, if I had an L desk, I have like a printer. I have like all this stuff and it's sort of just hodgepodge. I could have put the Ikea, the Alex drawers under the desk uh, with an L desk and then also put the printer on the L desk and set up the 27 inch monitor with my work laptop and had two separate stations, one for work and one (laughs) one for gaming, which would have been sick. That is... (sighs) Yeah, honestly, that would be a pretty cool setup. Um, right. I've I've seen the so I have the like actual IKEA setup that you're kind of talking about. Oh, yeah. of like the two Alex yeah. drawers with the tabletop counter uh, as the desk, and I love it. Uh, but I've actually seen people do the L desk setup with another countertop. Uh, like if yeah. you've got the space, you just push the oh. other one all the way in. Yeah. And you can do the two countertops with the L and it looks, it looks pretty cool. You just have to have the space for it. Um, which I I don't have right now. I think eventually if I have a big enough office, I think it would be cool to have an L set up like that. Um, just to kind of break up the space a little bit. But for now I'm, I'm, I mean, I love, I love the setup that I've got. I've got triple monitors and I was going to say, I love your setup too. So yeah, I've got a curved monitor right in front of me a flat one to my left and then a, a vertical one here to my right and pretty much workflow. I've got like the curved ones, my main screen I've got for work. We use Slack. So I've got Slack up on my vertical monitor, pretty much go between Slack and discord all day. Um, and then my secondary monitors for just whatever else I need. I pretty much go between the two main ones with Slack up all day. Okay. So how did you do that? This is, I feel like we're already getting off topic, but I, I, I want to know how you did that. Cause I have my work laptop is running, mm-hmm. but it's only, it, I think it's only able to do two screens. Cause I don't have, I only have an HDM, like one HDMI slot. Did you do like a splitter or something? So you can get is it through your work laptop or are you running through your PC? So, right. I, I have right now it's on my PC, but I have it set up to where 
I can set it up through my work laptop. Um, and actually, mm. hold on, I can show you what I have that allows me to do that. It's in one of these drawers. Uh, I bought a splitter and realized that the splitter only allowed me to. Um, it basically didn't extend. Oh, is it a hub? Yeah. So I have this USB hub that plugs in to uh, my laptop, and then I've got an eight two HDMI's and a DisplayPort cable, so I can do triple monitor. Um, and then there's the two additional USBs here, three USBs on the front, and this just goes on the desk, and I can plug my laptop so you, into that. So you can still extend to all three mm-hmm. screens through that? With Windows, you can. Mac computers, you can only do, I think, mirrored. So I think technically you can do it with three. My, but it, yeah. I think like two, the, I don't know exactly how it is. With, with, with Windows, you can do all three and you're fine. The splitter was only allowing me to mirror the two monitors. So I had both monitors plugged in, Yeah, but I couldn't, I couldn't extend the display. So I might have to get one. Yeah, honestly, um, laptops are a little bit weird when you get into the, the multiple monitors because it's like Mac OS doesn't support extending multiple screens unless you have a certain hub. Um, and honestly, the hubs get very expensive for like, if you're trying to do one, one specific thing, like you will always end up spending more money than you're expecting to. Um, Mm -hmm. luckily work sent this to me and I didn't have to pay for this hub, but the hub's like 150 bucks. So Ah. you have to do, get that hub in order to actually like set it all up. So you can find it cheaper, but you're just not going to get, it's just harder. I wonder, I wonder if, because, so what I did, so I, so as another PC update, I have been doing a lot of uh, wiring, which you knew from the last update, but um, I, I have two HDMIs, like one HDMI in each monitor, and I've been using those for my work laptop. Yeah. So maybe what I, and I also wired though DisplayPort cables because my PC can actually accommodate that. Mm-hmm. Maybe what I, maybe what I just do is just, I'll just do the two DisplayPort cables to my actual PC when we get it up and running. And then the HDMI's can run to my laptop. And then I guess I could just, in, I could just change input whenever I want to switch between my PC and my actual work laptop. So I don't have to change anything about the setup. Yeah. It's just, you just, just basically just get a hub and change the input. Yeah, I've done that. And it's not, it's really not that hard. As long as you've got easy access to your input changes on your monitors. That was one thing that I ran into with like a Dell monitor. The input is on the right side. So like if you have it set up as your left monitor, then you have to go like over the top or underneath. <laughs> so like that's like the very nuancey thing of setting yeah. all this up. But like my two monitors that I have here both have the input and the power button right in the middle underneath. So it's an easy tap. Like this also one I have all the way on the right. It's like, I have to reach around. Hilariously. I could also probably just cause it's input. I mean, I could be running gaming on one of my monitors and the other two, I could run work if I wanted mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Or like the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> That's sick. You could Wait. also, you could get a KVM switcher. Um, uh, where if you, if you run a KVM switch, it's essentially putting, I'm to get that. putting it all 
into like this one switch, like all of your inputs into the switch. And then that controls what um, input you're actually using. So like instead of changing your input on your actual computers, you use the switch and that changes your input. So you're, you're essentially switching between the devices that you're using while staying on the same input. It's just like opposite. Look it up. I'll look it up when we're done. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, definitely worth checking out if you haven't already um, and all that. But let's get into some headlines here. Um, honestly, not a ton that's happened in the last week uh, comparative to uh, some of the other weeks that we've had. Um, but one of the things that I wanted to start on today was a bigger one. Uh, was that it's interesting now Face uh, Clan has a new member. And we talked about this a little bit after the Super Bowl that uh, Snoop Dogg was wearing a Face Clan chain, and he is the newest member of Face Clan. So Face Snoop is officially a thing. And um, I, honestly, it's just more of that mainstream media that we've talked about for so long uh, that's getting back into the gaming world. It continues to grow. These are the, okay. This is like I've gone on this rant before. I'm going to go on it again very quickly because I just, it, it's, it's changed so much over time. Like I think of like my dad and like the stereotype and this isn't a shot against my dad or anything, but like, I just remember like the stereotype of people that game were nerds. Like they lived in their parents' basement. They didn't do anything with their lives. And now it's changing so much. It is in the mainstream. Like you have mainstream celebrities and people that like he has audience. He has, he has an audience that goes into uh, different generations. Oh, 100%. So, I mean, Snoop's been around for uh, years. I mean, that's besides, besides just like all the athletes and, and people that are like constantly, you know, are almost professional streamers. Well, they're, there are professional streamers and professional gamers yeah. uh, that are athletes too, you know, but uh, anyway, I continue. That's it's, it's growing and it makes me happy. Yeah. I mean, we're continuing to see the lines blurred of you're not just a gamer. You can like other things and you're not necessarily just the stereotypical person living in your mom's basement and you don't do anything other than just being a gamer. I mean, look at the two of us. Also, <laughs> Also, the hilarious uh, brand that continues to grow for Snoop because he is just in everything. He's just, he just, he does it all. I don't, I don't know why. Just because he does not care. It's great. I love it. it him and uh, Shaq is another one that I, Shaq, he's the other, yeah. that I think about who does a little bit of everything. And honestly, The Rock is kind of getting into that territory too. Um, but I mean, whatever they're interested in, honestly, like you have the ability to do whatever you want, especially with the the access that the internet gives you now to so many different categories and people that if you're passionate about something, pursue it and you never know what's going to happen. Granted, Mm -hmm. these guys are starting with an audience that they have put years in and years of work into and have built. So it makes moves like this a little bit easier for them, but that doesn't mean that they're not working their asses off and they're doing all of this cool stuff behind the scenes to to make all of this happen. Um, so this a lot of work. This I'm sure was months and months of work in the making. Um, 
And if I know anything about just this industry as a whole, uh, Phase Clan's not done, and I'm fully expecting gaming no. organizations to to follow suit here. And, and oh yeah, I, personally, I feel like Hundred Thieves will probably be the next one to sign some celebrity or big name. Um, but I mean, you even think about the athletes who have signed with gaming organizations uh, like Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, I mean, he started his own gaming organization with Team Divergent and they've started signing athletes. Uh, I mean, that was a year ago now that they started that. Um, yeah. Like Kurt Benkert's a part of Ghost Gaming and like there's all kinds of athletes who are are getting looped into the into the gaming industry and it's just yeah, there's actually a really great interview uh, from Kurt Benkert that he's a he's the third string quarterback in Green Bay. And um, he was quoted in saying in one of his articles that he was like, you know, gamers always kind of just had this stereotype of like they didn't want to put in that hard work and they just sit in the basement and play video games and they're just mindless. And he was afraid mm-hmm. to talk about that, like, you know, his love for video games because he thought people would judge him and think that it was taking time away from him playing football and he didn't care about football. And he finally just said, you know what, I'm going to start streaming. And he picks up the controller, turns the camera on and he's signed with the gaming organization. He has a following on Twitch that, yeah, I mean, I feel like he probably has viewers that don't even, or they may now know, but at the start they didn't even know he was a football player. And that's just, yeah, it's great to build audiences in different, facets of life um and just be able to do that because it's it takes a a special kind of person and and a talented type of person to actually be able to and and that's the same idea as like both of us have full-time jobs too oh yeah 100 percent. you know like it doesn't take away like i i devote my full time uh to my job but also i i love doing this so you know you can there is but especially now in a world where the internet speeds things up so fast that there is time to be made for almost everything. And uh, Matt Jordan is uh, our first comment of the night saying that he's a mindless basement video gamer. And uh, you know, Matt, I, I, I do uh, disagree with you on that because I know you personally and uh, you know, you're, you're, you're a multifaceted, multi-talented guy. So um <laughs> Appreciate you tuning in, but we're going to kind of change, uh, change up a little bit and a company that we really haven't talked about much, uh, is Apple. They had their Apple event today. They do this every year. Um, it's always one event that, you know, I'm, I have an iPhone, but other than that, I don't have any other Apple products that I really use. I had an Apple watch for a little while. I haven't worn it in forever. I'm, I'm a PC guy now myself. Um, but I have always just been very interested in in the Apple events that they put on because the production quality of these events are just insane. Um, and if there's one company that knows how to release a new product, it's Apple. And so I've always loved oh, yeah. just turning that stream on while I'm doing anything and just watching it. Um, and a couple, you know, not anything crazy exciting today, but... Uh, like they announced that the the new the new iPhone uh, this year or not this year just the the new iPhone news is that there's going to be a green version of the the iPhone 13 and um, not like an actual they didn't release a new iPhone just a a new color so it's like okay that's not fun that's kind of silly I talked about a new iPad all like the normal stuff uh, and then they got into Mac 
and they introduced this M1 Ultra uh, chip that you read this? is insane. <laughs> um, granted, this is it, Mac will never, at least for for now, Mac will never be known as uh, a gaming operating system or gaming hardware or anything. But the power that they're packing into these computers is just oh, absolutely insane. It's gross. There was. Um, Did you pull up pull up the article? I don't. I don't have an article. Um, I've got a, a tweet from Marcus Brownlee, MKBHD, one of the massive tech YouTubers, and uh, this is. I, I'm going to pull this up on screen here. But this is where he said, since I know y'all or since I know y'all going to ask the maxed out Mac studio. So the Mac studio is, is the new, like most powerful, uh, computer that they're going to have. So it's the M one ultra chip, eight terabytes of SSD. And I think this comes with 128 gigabytes of Ram. Um, it's $8,000, which granted, if you get a maxed out PC, that's fully custom and all that. I mean, those are upwards of eight to $10,000 too. So Oh yeah, it's. I mean, you can spend a hell of a lot of money on computers, um. But the a lot of people who were watching the the stream earlier today that they were putting on probably didn't know exactly what they were talking about with all the the technology that they were um, talking through. But the M1 Ultra chip is essentially like two of the M1. Um, it's it's not the M1. I think it's like the M1 Max chips. Essentially, just like two of them yeah. put together that act as one. It's like I'm so excited it, for where technology is going. Okay, hold on. The one thing that stood out to me about it. Hold on, let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, was it was about the cores. It was like a 20 core. Um, it's a 20 core CPU and a I think a 60 core GPU built into it. And that's the thing with Mac computers; they don't do the. I mean, they've got the integrated graphics within their chip, so it's not built as a gaming computer, and they never have been. They're more, right. it's a product, productivity machine. It's for your creatives. It's a different kind of computer, but you can't deny that the power that's packed into these things is just wildly impressive. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, the, and the form factor that they go into, I, there's no company on the planet who does packaging and just the details that go into a product there's no company on the planet who does it better than apple yep and that's why um, they can get away with selling a set of four wheels for their uh mac pros for seven hundred dollars <laughs> I, I, I sent you those before right <laughs> yeah I, I don't know if i've ever talked i don't know if we've ever talked about these um while we're live so i'm i'm gonna pull this up and we're just gonna show it uh, but I saw you pulling your Apple Watch up into the screen, so once you, I I wanted to show you uh, an Apple uh, uh, update here. Cracked Apple Watch. Oh Very no! Sad. I did that exact same thing to my Apple Watch probably like two years ago, and um, it was like oh, now now my camera can't focus. Auto focus. Um, <laughs> I can always rely on you for for technology issues. There we go. Technical difficulties. <laughs> having an autofocus problem that's all right you'll figure it out um but i did that probably like two years ago i want to say in that exact same spot i i think i dropped it it fell off the counter uh yeah the story behind that is that it was like the i think it was the the apple watch 4 it was like the first one that you can like really fully wear fully submerged in water so i used to shower with it 
and it wasn't a big deal. I was like, you know what? It gets clean after I work out. I just, I don't take it off when I shower. And Christy was always like, why are you showering with it? Take it off while you shower. Like you're a psychopath. I was like, no, it's fine. It can go in the water. I know where you're going with this. And the one time, the one time (laughs) I took it off to get in the shower, it fell and I cracked the screen. So I know it's no longer waterproof. Um, so mine, I took it. I, I also don't really take it off, but I took it off. Uh, same situation. Water. Yeah. We, so it was 77 this Sunday and we went to, uh, Morgan's in-laws pool. Yeah. And I took it off and, uh, it was on the, the table and Morgan's mother-in-law like just moved a couple things and it fell off the table onto the stone. And <laughs> I didn't even notice like. She picked it up and put it back on the table and we looked like I was I was over at the hot tub and yeah. Kelsey goes, Matt, what happened to your what happened to your watch? I was like, Oh, nothing happened. What? Nothing happened to my watch. She goes, I was like, What's what's wrong with it? She goes, It's it's like cracked. Like the screen's cracked. I was like, Oh. Oh. Uh. And then I felt really bad. Like it was it wasn't really her fault. Uh, but like I, I probably shouldn't have put it where it was, but she ended up oh she ended up giving me her she had gotten a seven which is the new one anyway already and she had a three which yeah which i had this is a three and uh she just like gave me her three too so this i'm wearing my this one but i need bands for the other one because it's not the same size it goes to show how much i've been paying attention to apple products lately i know they're in seven i know i was like i don't and they're like 500 bucks i'm like mm-hmm. yeah no it's insane i've got the the apple mac pro wheels kit pulled up 699 dollars for four wheels it's awesome there's uh there there's some fun nice. YouTube videos on what you can do with these wheels and uh they're just all making fun of the price they're all meme videos they're great yeah i i always <laughs> like to show people these wheels it's like these are so apple it hurts me 700 <laughs> <laughs> which like oh, that the, the mac pro computer i mean you can build that thing out fully kitted for like thirty two thousand dollars so like industrial yeah. computers it's insane absolutely um, yikes but enough about apple uh a little bit more in the tech industry today a lot mm. of services went down and i know personally i didn't know this until you mentioned it so i got a text from christy She's like, is Spotify down? I was like, yeah, actually, Spotify is down. Uh, apparently, her sister was trying to study for the LSAT. and was like freaking out that uh, she couldn't listen to her music. And she thought it was just Lo-fi her. Beat. I was oh. like, oh, no, it's actually the entire world. Um, oh, Teams apparently went down. I mean, I was Spotify, working. So Spotify was down. Discord was down. Wikipedia, Twitter, Amazon Web Services, GasBuddy, Destiny, Facebook, Cloudflare, Microsoft Teams, Google Cloud, and Spectrum all listed just within this graphic who were affected by this. And uh, yeah, a lot of services went down, which I know exactly when that happened because my spectrum went down. That makes sense. Yep. That'll do it. So a lot of issues. Like, why did I lose connection? Yeah. Uh, we use discord a little bit for work and uh, everybody at work was like, is discord down for anybody else? Like, yep. Literally everyone. Um, so interrupted services a little bit today and uh, the, the internet had some fun. Got some nice memes out of it, but uh, yeah, it's just that usually it's like one 
server or something that like everybody uses. Like I, I to me, like I think there there was an issue with uh, I can't remember what sites it was, but it was like everybody uses one of AWS's services on the back end of their website. Um, and AWS had gone down, so like everything else that uses AWS gets affected. But now seeing yeah. in this graphic that I've got pulled up that AWS and Google Cloud were on this, I was like, well, they're direct competitors. They do the same thing and people don't use the, and not everybody's using the exact uh, service. So it's like, where did this actually stem from? Um, so that's just a fun little tech industry thing that uh, I thought was worth mentioning. Um, so also I want to mention, I just like randomly thought of this. I can't remember what por- portion you mentioned that made me think of this. Uh, but shout out to my brother Christian that also listens to the podcast. But he has made a uh, he's made a meme out of me, Kevin. <laughs> Why have I not seen this, Christian? Send it to me, please. <laughs> um, I have it pulled up, and um, I think my parents were like talking about. Oh, okay, my mom. Yeah, <laughs> you would enjoy this story. Um, so my mom went on a girl's trip to Naples to go yeah. visit a friend and it was like all of her like high school girlfriends. Okay. And she came back this week and we had like, I talk for those that don't know, I talk to my parents every day. So she was gone and we couldn't talk to her. So like we, we hadn't caught up. And if you know my mom at all, she's the sweetest Southern woman in the world, but she also really likes to talk. She likes to talk to her kids. So yesterday i'm alive love you mom but you but my mom was we, we had a, unintentionally uh created a, a family a lion family conference call so i was already on the phone with my dad then my sister like called my dad to check when mom was coming home so then there was three of us and then all of a sudden christian also joined in <laughs> so there's four of us and then mom gets in the car from the airport and i'm not kidding kevin she talked without stopping or maybe even breathing for like five minutes and none of us got a word in at all. She was telling us all about her trip. I love that. And, and Christian literally just texted me on the side and this is, this is all he said. (laughs) (laughs) That's a phenomenal face. I, I would love to know what that face is actually reacting to. It was from, I know, it was from our last episode, but I don't know what that's from. There is a, there's a, there was some, some sort of reaction that brought that face on that I want to know what it was. That is too For those that don't know, you'll have to watch our episode on YouTube instead of listening on the podcast to see what the picture looked like, because that was funny. Pull us up on YouTube. Find us at the Joystick Chronicles and uh, and you'll see what we're talking about. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe <laughs> to the channel and like this video because <laughs> please really do. Helps. Thanks. We're up to 28 subscribers now. Seeing a little bit of growth. We're going to keep go, it rolling. Baby. Road to 100. Um, all right. Moving on. CDL. Uh, the first major of the year was this past weekend. It was an in-person event down in Dallas. So Optic Texas was hosting it and it was in their esports arena that they actually uh, when they merged with Envy, they took over the the esports arena down in Dallas, and it's now I forget what exactly it's called. I think it's like the Dallas Esports Arena or something. Um, mm. They hosted it there, and Optic and Phase were in the final. So it was uh, Optic Texas versus Atlanta Phase. 
and a little bit of drama coming out of that. And uh, it was all over Twitter, all over Twitter. Uh, But Optic Texas ended up beating FaZe. And uh, the controversy was that the in one of the S and D matches, um, the Atlanta Phase were diffusing the bomb, and the crowd was like going wild and calling it out, and so that gave Optic Texas the competitive advantage to actually like know like hey he's diffusing the bomb just go over there and you can kill him, and wow everybody and to be honest I don't know how really relevant this was or how often this happened if ever in LAN events uh before the pandemic but i mean talk about a home home field advantage or home arena advantage uh, that this gives them and it was to the point where hex came out on stage and he was like hey like you gotta stop with that like get your reactions and do all that but like don't come out here and, no. and don't do call outs. Like that's not what we're looking for. We want you here to have a good time. Um, but that's not how we want to win. We, that's like, that, that's, that's a no go from us. Um, you're not that mm-hmm. guy. And, uh, and then on top of that, one of the Atlanta phases players, our cities, he was having PC issues in one of the games. So they did like do a full reset of the round because he was lagging out. And I was like, Ooh, damn PC, PC issues in the CDL major is not a good look. They need a, they need they need uh, Was there a sponsor for that for the major itself or no like i PCs? wonder who the PC, who, who the um like the hardware was through so i don't know if they have an actual pc hardware sponsor uh associated with the league um and, and you know we've had some good interactions on on twitter with uh with kerneal who if you haven't heard of him He's like the the PC guru, and he's done a lot of optimizations for some of the CDL players and just streamers in general. Like he works with TP and um, like Dracota and a bunch of those guys in the CDL. Uh, and he's he's been saying that he's like, you know, I'd love to start a relationship with the CDL and actually like work with them on an official manner and optimize the PCs that are being used. And what an opportunity for him to kind of step in and say, Hey, this was the hardware was affecting the match here. Let's, let's get you guys in a good place. And, and, uh, let's, let's, uh, not have this happen again. And I'm like, man, you can capitalize on that. Absolutely. Let's make that happen. Yeah. Maybe a little, little partnership action. Oh yeah. 100%. Um, but it was um, a culmination of just very weird situations, something that you don't necessarily expect to to see in a CDL major. Um, but Optic ended up winning it. It was, um, it, you know, the green wall is the Optic's fan base, and they are very loyal to Optic, as they always have been. And uh, it was great to, great to see them finally win a major. And, uh, they, you know, there's a lot of support. A lot of, honestly, the the big players within the call call of duty league scene right now. I mean, you think about Nade shot who started hundred thieves. I mean, he got his start with, with optic and mm. like, even he was obviously the thieves weren't uh, participating in the final. So he was out on, on Twitter and he was supporting optic because that's where he got his roots and he's good friends with hex and, and all that. Like it, it's yeah. Like CDL is, is in a good place when optics doing well. I wonder in the in the like this I don't know like 
How big is Optic compared to like Phase and Hundred Thieves? Like, like in terms of, I guess there's two different ways to look at that, like member size and also uh, revenue size. I'd be uh, curious. Phase is technically the, I think, the largest org- gaming organization. Um, Cloud Nine Optic is also is big though, isn't up it? there. Um, but yeah, Optic is very large. And and I, we'd have to pull that up. That's something that we can talk about next week um, and just, you know, figure out. And I'd be curious to like what comparison wise it would look like if you're like comparing the CDL organizations and just gaming organizations in general, because there's way more than just the CDL out there um, to like sports franchises. And like if we had to like compare size wise of like who would be who, like who's the Yankees and who's who's the. Yeah. the bears and all that like that'd be interesting um so yeah well you know that's gonna be that'll be a topic for uh for future weeks and we'll talk about that as as the next major starts to come up here on us um but just wanted to, to touch on that very quick note on a sports note we haven't talked about yet how about your Illini? yeah pretty happy how do you how do we feel about it big 10 champs huge so how do I, I didn't even know how that happened. Like, I didn't even know you guys. Well, you didn't play the tournament yet. Is that regular season? Yeah, it's regular season. So uh, regular season. I thought you guys were out of contention so for thought, the regular season. I thought we were too, but this fell into our lap. And Christian, I'm going to get to you in a second. Samurai, by the way. Um, it <laughs> was Saturday morning. When was it? Saturday or Sunday? What day is today? Was it? it was Sunday. <laughs> Um, Nebraska was playing Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a game ahead of us and Wisconsin hosted Nebraska. Nebraska is terrible. I think that they won one big 10 game this year and they ended up losing to Nebraska by two points, I think, and opened the door for us to tie them in first place. And I was, I mean, nobody was expecting this to actually happen because Wisconsin is a great team playing at home on senior night and they have a terrible opponent in the building who I literally, I don't think has won a big 10 game this year before that. And they choke open the door for us to sneak in. We're down at one point. So we're playing Iowa at home that evening, last game in the big 10 regular season. And we're down, I think 13 at one point. And we storm back. We end up winning by two. Yeah, two points was the final. Um, Iowa missed the last game-winning three, and uh, we end up being Big Ten regular season co-champions. I think it's kind of dumb how conferences will do that. They'll have co-champions, but we ended up being co-champions with Wisconsin. So, oh my god! (laughs) So uh, instead of them just you know beating Nebraska and securing that sole championship they open the door and we sneak in there co-champions and it's something that you know if if you were to go in the tiebreakers i think technically we have the tiebreaker against them because now illinois mm-hmm. is the number one seed in the big 10 tournament which starts ah uh, okay i think wednesday or thursday thursday i think technically is the first game um so if you do it where you there's only one winner i think technically it's illinois because we hold the tiebreaker. Um, but the college basketball conferences will just do co-champions, which I always thought is kind of weird. But, you know, two schools get to hang a banner. 
but regardless very much excite for march madness and oh yeah yeah that, that's wild you guys won the won the big 10 uh vols are two seed in the sec tournament uh one under auburn i was oh i didn't even tell you i was at the uh the tennessee arkansas game last weekend did i tell you that uh you didn't tell me but i saw it on your uh your instagram that you were there and did, uh, they, did tennessee end up winning that game Okay, we were up by like 26 at the half. So at the half, I I checked the score and you guys were up 21 points. I was like, oh, that's a blowout. That was easy. And then I looked and there was like, I don't know how much time was left, maybe like six minutes or something. And you're only up two. And I started laughing. I was like, what the hell is going on? And I was like, this, you had this in the bag. We won by four. Talk about a choke. I about about lost it. You were up 26 at the half and you only won by four. Well, you know what? We had one of our best shooting halves in the, in the entire season. We were shooting 86% from, from three in oh, the first yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, that's not sustainable. Wow, that's and, impressive, though. <laughs> well, like, I was, like I've said all season, if we're, if we're hitting, like if everybody is on at the same time, we're a very hard team to But we're not always on for, like, we're, we're pretty inconsistent on offense. So... Anyway, uh, I want to get to Elden Ring, Kevin, because we would talk about sports the rest of the time. Oh, yeah, we, we can we can talk about this for hours and we'll save this for the podcast that uh, Matt and Joe are going to start and they get into fantasy sports. We'll, we'll be some guests, e- guest stars on that. But e- I'm going to first start here with Christian's question because he, he's got a question yep. in chat uh, and he said, but what class did Kevin start with in Elden Ring? And I mentioned earlier, I started with the Samurai. Uh, we mentioned this a little bit last week, but, you know, I've really been enjoying the, the gameplay of the Samurai and, you know, he said, my bet is classic sword and shield. And Christian, to, to you, I say, I guarantee you've got a staff in your hand and you're going the coward's way out and you are just whipping up spells here and there. I'm getting in on the action and I'm, I'm enjoying the katana and uh, I, I just two hand katana. I just keep that sword on my back and, and I'm enjoying it all day, every day. Um, so get your uh, get your shit talking out of here. Um, but Elden Ring is still so much fun and uh we're seeing Elden Ring now you know get up there in uh some record-breaking conversations which uh I'll pull up here I found I uh, it. as I was looking through here Elden Ring is now number six in the all-time concurrent players category um on Steam so in front of them is PUBG, Lost Ark, CSGO, Dota 2, and Cyberpunk and cyberpunk is very close to being toppled by Elden Ring. Elden Ring is approaching, at least as of yesterday, approaching 953 million concurrent players, and that is just knowing that that's only who's on at that point. Uh, Talk about what that means for game sales. The hype around this game was real, and they had to have sold millions and millions of copies and that's on PC alone. That does not have anything to do with console sales, which is crazy. Yeah. Well, so I was reading one of those articles too and uh they were talking about the um I love you Christian. The sustained success. What a lot of now I don't have the feed pulled up of course. No, you got to keep our chat up. He said he's playing classic Dark Souls 1 right now. He's Sword and Shield baby. I rescind my shield. Oh yeah. he's funny he's like no pc he's gotta do what he's gotta do you know (laughs) um but 
No, they were talking about just like the sustained success too, because yeah. uh, that's concurrent. Isn't con- concurrent just means that that's right now. That's yep. yeah, yeah. Like playing in the moment. players are playing all on at the same yeah. time. Yes, and and so like because one of the articles was talking about how like you know they they measure it by sales and I think like players or something like that like for the opening weekend, but concurrent is what they track because that's that tells you. Is it con- is the success mm-hmm. going to continue? Are people still playing the game? It's like Battlefield probably had a ton their first day or first weekend, and then they've got nobody now. Nobody's concurrent. So yeah, you, you right, got to and well, and you have to think too. The Cyberpunk number is so the Cyberpunk was at one point oh five million concurrent, which is number five on the list. Elden Ring's at uh, nine hundred and fifty three thousand. That Cyberpunk number pro- realistically was probably within the first like. 36 72 hours of game launch because yeah. the hype for the game was insane i mean i played it right after it launched yeah. i played maybe four or five hours and then i haven't touched it since so i think because of all the bugs and everything there like you mentioned the sustainability elden ring has shown that they can do that and the player base just continues to grow because people this game has really brought a lot of first-time souls gamers into the mix myself included uh you when you get your pc fixed it'll be the first thing i download yeah and and honestly i i mean i'll say i've had no desire to play any other game other than Elden ring and that that's that says a lot coming from me who like i have feel like out of our group who who games i'm the one who's always like i'm just gonna go back and play cod because that's yeah that's what i like like i'll even go back and play multiplayer if i'm bored but like i've had no desire yeah, uh, I'm going to play COD after this. And actually, I played played uh, last night and uh, enjoyed it, but I, I don't have the ability to play Elden Ring right yeah. now. So. Once you get that graphics card back, though, you're you're gonna love it. And um, I'm so scared. I'm so scarred. I, like The Witcher, it seems very similar with uh, Elden Ring. I'm not adjusting any settings. I will play at I don't know. I think it's capped at 60 FPS anyway. There, um, honestly, I've like I've not been paying any attention to the FPS. I've just I set. I don't care. I just want to play it. I think I started at. I mean the the game. I think set me at. I don't know if it has ultra settings. I think it just has high settings. I think that's the max on PC. Yeah. I brought them down to medium, and I've just been playing that since, and I've had zero issues whatsoever on PC. I know there were some issues. The biggest complaint on PC is that the mouse and keyboard controls are not optimized for the game. But I yeah. think a lot of people know that Souls games are controller optimized. And it's Wait, are you just, playing mouse and keyboard or controller? No, I'm playing on controller. Okay. Um and, and like everybody who I talk to who has played Souls games in the past and like and I asked, it's like are you playing mouse and keyboard? Or are you playing controller? And they're like, no, you play Souls games on controller because that's just mm. what they're for. Uh, so I haven't even tried it on mouse and keyboard. Down. And Down. I've like, I'm playing on my scuff. I love it. Um, I've had zero issues whatsoever. And it, there's, okay, I'll say I had one issue and I got disconnected from the server. <laughs> but other than that, I've had no issues. I did read, they were talking about some of the bugs and stuff that Elden Ring has in like, there was one thing where like 
some people like disconnected and lost like hours of saved game like where it didn't save but that was from something with the cloud and then there was another thing with the mouse and keyboard and then yeah. there was one other thing but but i think who is it is it from software is that who it's made by is that what it's called yeah from software is the developer it sounds really weird to me when you say it out loud i've read it multiple times um uh but they're aware of the issues and they sound like pretty responsive about uh knowing that it needs to be fixed but like uh, what a difference between like battlefield launch versus like this game you know it's two totally different genres but at the same time like this is people it's christmas morning it's it's uh that excitement is there and that's all people are wanting to do right now and i'm look i'm just i'm looking forward to it i cannot wait for that to like have that feeling again with the game yep you know it's uh it that feeling is there and it is strong and i i mean great example of this last week Actually, no, it was Saturday, I think. Uh, I was playing Elden Ring, and Matt Jordan jumped on with me, and he doesn't even have to, <laughs> he doesn't even have the game. He was, he was watching yeah. TV, and we were just hanging out. Yeah. We were talking, and I was just providing commentary on my Elden Ring gameplay. He was like, that is awesome, and he loved it. He's yeah. like, I'm enjoying this, actually. And the, the thing was, <laughs> I, so I beat Godric as I was talking to Matt, and I, I, it took me two tries to beat Godric, which I just went off and did like all the side quests. And it should, it should not have only taken me two tries in the try, the time that I did beat him, I thought was, did you, act. did you just like, did you level up by doing a bunch of the side quests? Yeah, I did. Like I, yeah. So the first, so Margaret is the first like main story boss that you fight. And yeah, the, I like normal gamer like i trucked through went started to do the story boss got my ass whooped by margaret and i was like okay mm-hmm. and i think that's what like people who are new to the souls games they don't realize how hard these bosses actually are so that's what they do and i think that first boss they i mean realistically they probably make that first boss so hard because they want you to go back and experience the rest of the map and you can't move mm-hmm. on to the next section which technically i think you can uh, because there's a way around the castle, but nonetheless, you go through Margit. You go back and you level up, and then you go back. So when I finally went back to Margit, I was way over leveled, and it was pretty easy. And then Godric, uh, the first time was okay. I got him to like a quarter of the health. Um, and then the second playthrough, I thought was completely chalked. Like I was like, oh, there's no way. I was like, I should just reset and let him kill me. But I just kept up with it, and I just got in a groove of parrying at the right time, and mm-hmm. I ended up beating him. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And Matt was like, "Let's <laughs> go!" <laughs> and, and after that, um, and Christian, yes, Godric's dragon hand. I was not expecting that. Um, so, spoiler alert: I will say to anybody who has not uh, played against Godric yet, Matt, I'm going to tell you anyway, even though I know you haven't. Um, as you get him ha- his health halfway down, there's a tra- there's a dragon that's like on a tree. It's a dead dragon, and he cuts its head, and he sticks his arm into the dragon because you cut his arm off. He sticks his arm into the dragon, and then the dragon becomes his arm, and then he like moves the dragon around, and that's what like he's fighting against you. So it's like it's that's wild. nuts though. The way that they come up with this shit is just awesome. Yeah, I was thinking of this. 
but y'all are on acid what are you doing <laughs> a, lot, a lot of mushrooms from from the creative team at from software um, Crazy. but once i beat godric i went to there's a, a dungeon and there's a dragon within the dungeon and i was determined to kill this dragon and it took me probably an hour and a half of just just you know continuing to to keep trying to kill him and the first time i walked into the the little room that he's in he killed me immediately i couldn't even get a swing off like done <laughs> and it just it's trial and error and you see what works mm-hmm. you figure it out and just it's like once you beat that boss it just the sense of accomplishment is just it's so different than like any other game that i've played recently and i love it uh, you have to work for it. You got to have some patience. It sounds like you 100% need patience because in, in if I didn't know what <laughs> that I was Instagram doing, video, I say you, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a great Instagram video of a guy in down in his just gaming cave. Well, his basement looks awesome. Lights off. He has a cool rig too. And you can't even see him. You just see like a head on the ground and somebody's like crying. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, and you can see Elden Ring on the stuff. TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's 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 a hard game, but you have to know what you're getting into. But once you just realize that you you get patient with it, trial and error, it's going to take you multiple times to kill these bosses, and you'll get there. And just it's so much fun. I love it. I feel like I'm j- I just get like get giddy talking about it two weeks in a row now. That just and that's cool. And I'm excited for you to experience it. And I get jealous, and here we are, you know, talking about stuff I can't do. Ah, we'll get there though. Hey, hey, gigabyte, please help. Help out your boy. There's movement help though, me. so movement from last week. So maybe next week we'll have some movement, and you'll have another update, and you'll actually be getting uh, the card, and you can fix your computer and be merry and happy, and all of that fun stuff. I'm I'm going back right now. Update my <laughs> update it. I, I don't think there's been an update, but uh, there's not. We'll, we'll check back in next week. All right. Uh, thank you for joining us. We uh, are here weekly. It's our lovely discussions every Tuesday night, uh, 7.30 p.m. Central Time. If we change that up, it'll be on our Twitter. So follow us at the Joystick Pod for any updates there. Uh, and make sure that you subscribe below and you will get the notifications when we go live. Like the video. We're going to come up with a poll that's going to be in uh, the comment section or the description. Sorry. Make sure you vote in that. And uh, that'll be live just a couple hours after this video is posted. And uh, thank you for joining us again. We will talk to you guys next week. And until then. Okay. Happy gaming. Okay. Bye. See ya. Peace.